Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Alrighty, everybody, welcome to the Barcelona Blog Honest Podcast. I am joined by our old pal Kevin Williams from the Barcelona Football Blog. Kevin, how are we doing today? Fantastic. Uh, the sun is shining and uh, we got a um, a uh, bit of non-news because it was fairly obvious. I don't know if you saw the uh, uh, Mingesa uh, quotes uh, where he basically said that you know they had stopped working for uh, Kuman, so you know, no surprise. So yeah, just another calm Thursday in Barcelona land, right? <laughs> yeah, and so before we get into some Barcelona stuff, let's chat a few minutes about World Cup qualifying stuff. So, uh, two of the bigger surprises from uh, the results, and uh, some could have seen it coming. Uh, Portugal and Italy failed to qualify outright, and they're now headed to the playoff. Out of yeah, those two surprised. teams, who who are you more worried about? I hope they both fall into a giant pit that leads straight down to Hades um, and, you know, falls straight into the mouth of Sarah Barris, the hound of hell. Um, so I think I, so um, neutrally, right, I think I'm more concerned about Portugal uh, because they are a much better team uh, that is being outright sabotaged by Terror management. I mean, I don't know how that guy. I mean, if people think um, our Kuman was bad, my heaven. So um, he's said if they don't uh, qualify, he'll resign. I mean, he should have already resigned. Um, uh, they shouldn't be in, in the spot that they're in right now. And Ronaldo was berating him after that last match, rightfully so. Um, I think Italy is. I mean, they've uh, they've fallen on. Are hard times. They are where they are is not that shocking. Yeah, I mean it, it. It's hard times, and yet you know what was it? Four months ago, they won the Euros, and it's like you know it's just how how quickly the narrative can flip. Um, were there any other things of note that stuck out to you from the international break? Um, how much fun Canada was to watch. Um, that match was I mean, wild, but I mean, just like there's nothing more yeah. typical. I mean, it, it couldn't have been more perfect than Mexico visiting Canada on a snowy field. <laughs> it was like 12 Canadian degrees. Fans. Oh my gosh. And the second goal celebration when I, I don't even know who, I don't think it was the goal score. Someone else came flying and just dove into the snow pile. It was just, that was such a cinematic match to watch. 
<clears throat> part of the um, uh, funny part about it is Mexico was like, no way, just no way, right? I mean, you know, <laughs> you're all out there and you're like, wait, we're actually going to uh, play in this stuff? It's like 12 degrees, dude. <laughs> we're going to play football in this? And, you know, uh, they weren't into it. And, you know, that final was no surprise. And I think they were still stunned from that uh, U.S. match, frankly. Right? I mean, they, they I mean it, it didn't look like they woke up till the final 20 minutes. And then they had a handful of chances. They, of course, score, score one goal. But then even yeah. in, like, the last five minutes, they had two or three more chances. And it's, like, just too little too late. No, they've always had uh, problems uh, finishing. I mean, uh, they had like four or five great chances against against the U.S. Right, and didn't finish any of them. So I don't know. I mean, you know, people are snarking about Tata Martino, and he's getting as bummer rap by running them as he did running Barcelona. Yeah, he sh- he should have just stayed in Atlanta. Uh, we 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 loved him in Atlanta. Um, Let's talk about Barcelona. So we are now a couple days away from Xavi's first match in charge of Barcelona. Uh, what a <laughs> sentence that is. Uh, you wrote a piece, uh, I think a couple pieces ago, about Xavi's here. There's much rejoicing. And I love this line. There better be realism too. Uh, what does realism, like what do expectations look like for Xavi early on at Barcelona for you? Uh, for me, not much. I mean, I want to see them looking like but they have a clue. I want to see them functioning like they're a team again, not a bunch of individuals. I <clears throat> want to see um, people acting like they've played together up to four, <laughs> which is not the case under Kuman. I mean, and I want to see structure. Right? I mean, Xavi was renowned uh, for his work with Al Saad, but I mean, let's face it, that was the uh, PSG of that league, right? They had all the money, all the players. Of course, you would do well. Uh, this is a very different situation. Uh, so I just uh, want to see structure and some sense that something is building. I think if he does that, the results will come. His first match is not going to be easy, right? I mean, the Catalan. Um, uh, Derby. I mean, uh, right now they're ahead of Barcelona at the table. It's going to be fun. Yeah, and then uh, luckily for him, he gets a nice break because only a couple days after that is probably Barcelona's biggest match of the season so far against Benfica, with them coming yes. to town. Uh, is there like what? What do you even expect out of those two matches? Like I, the Espanol match, like obviously uh, in terms of you know, their La Liga chances, like, isn't huge. Like, they're just hoping for top four this year. But the Benfica yeah. match, if they lose that, it's all but over um, for the, yeah. in the Champions League. So they have to come out with a draw for that match. Um, let's talk about Danny Alves. So why is he coming back other than social media impressions? Because I, I, they're certainly milking it in terms of uh, what they're doing online at the Danny Alves return. Uh, yeah, so, why is I mean, he coming back? He is, for me, I have called him a, a player coach, right? Uh, when I wrote about his return the other day, I you know, called him a, a player coach. He is like, he is, you know, it's funny because uh, he's also the best right back on the team right now, but that's more an indictment of Dest and Mingueza than saying anything good about Daniel Alves. But the biggest thing that he will bring is 
that thing that they needed, which is this mood, this, you know, sense of drive, this joy. I mean, this has been this most singularly joyless football club really since Valverde took over, right? It's just been like no fun. And I think after a while that joylessness seeps into everything. And, you know, I think that, I mean, notice that uh, the first things he said about Dest and and Belay were, I want to help them understand what it means to uh, be here, right? What it means to um, uh, play for this uh, club, because I mean, it's brutal, right? I mean, right now we've been bringing players in and they get tossed into the maw, right? And they get chewed up by media outlets, by supporters, by the Intorno. And, you know, they struggle. I mean, we broke uh, Griezmann, we broke Asimedo, we broke uh, Coutinho. Um, you know, we tried to break uh, Dembélé, but uh, luckily he's too blithe a spirit to have that affect him. I mean, it's just, it's brutal. So I think that he's a, a player coach and his biggest thing will be in the dressing room and on the uh, practice pitch more than anything you'll see during matches. Yeah, and yet I I somewhat expect to see him in a lot of matches early on for some reason. Yeah, you um, will. His thoughts, I, I, I found it interesting. Um, I was actually literally just looking at his quotes where he was talking about Dembele and Dest. Uh, what... Why do you think he singles those two guys out instead of um, Pedri or Fati? Is it because those two guys are struggling? Uh, like, why would he single those guys out? Um, because they're two of the most talented guys on the squad, and they're the key to the future of the first team. When Dembélé is fit in form, I mean, Xavi's right. He's one of the best players in the world. I mean, his, his pace... Uh, his control, his shot making, he's just, he's nuts. Dest is got so much talent, right? And he's been wasted uh, so far. He was thrown in um, too much, too soon by Akuman. And they both, well, Dest more than Dembele have kind of lost their way. So I think he knows how, how important both of them are because I mean, you know, Jordi Hall is shot, but you know, all day there's a bright, bright future at that left fullback spot. Right fullback is more complex. So, yeah, I, mean, I think he singled them out. It's talent, it's future, it's both of them are going to be hugely important if that team's going to go anywhere. Yeah. So, let's circle back to Xavi for a second. Um, <clears throat> what makes you think that the Barcelona machine won't chew him up and spit him out like they do every other manager when they're in a rebuild? Do we actually think the Chavi name means something in terms of giving him time? Yeah, it will get him a little bit more time than it bought Kuman, right? I mean, who himself uh, was a legend, but like not a you know capital L drizzled in gold dust slate with Guardiola legend, right? Um, so I think that Xavi will get a bit more time because of that. But if the results don't come, I mean, he too will get tossed into the maw. And uh, the problem will be that um, they won't uh, be able to 
fine because he's their guy, right? So, I mean, um, I don't know if, if you know, Big Jean uh, realized what he bought into by appointing Chavi. He can't fire him. Can't. Full stop. I, he can, but that doesn't mean he won't. <laughs> true um but he has been loath to admit being wrong right that's been one of the his stubbornness is is uh, legendary and i mean he still has some major atonement to make for kicking messy to the curb and i mean i think that will always be in the uh, back of his mind is hey i'm the guy who kicked messy onto the curb and he's now in PSG as a right semi part-time player. <laughs> and that's also fun. I didn't say it, you did. <laughs> I mean, you know, hey. It's you... true. No, every time a PSG like I mean, listen, I, I'm a father of two. So Saturdays, hanging out the kids, having football on TV. Uh whenever there's a PSG match, it seems like it's 50-50 when I look at the lineups if Messi's in there or not. And yeah. I just don't watch if he's not there. And I'm just like, I, I don't know what's going on. I don't, I don't know whether he's just enjoying the Parisian culture too much, you know, consuming a bit too many foods here and there and saving himself for, you know, March and April. But it, it is weird he's not playing that much. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, you know, look, Messi is, he's, he's easing his way into retirement, I guess, uh, like I am, right? You just kind of, you write a little bit, you chill out, add some uh, pastries, uh, play a little bit, right? I mean, it's, and frankly, good for him, right? I mean, uh, the load he's had to uh, drag around at uh, Barcelona, right, the last three or four seasons, I mean, that man deserves a rest. And he's certainly, you know, getting a nice chill break. And we're better to uh, chill out uh, than Paris. I mean, and it, and it is kind of funny talking about PSG, right? Like, if you look at their their calendar for the next, you know, three or four months, the only matches they ever need him for are once they get to the knockout stage of the Champions League. Yeah. Like, he's hardly played, it seems like, in Ligue 1. Uh, and they're, I mean, it's already basically a wrap at this point. Like, they could roll out mm-hmm. anybody, and it seems like it's a wrap. And so, I mean, I guess if you're Pochettino, you're just like, we just got to keep fresh legs, get one messy burst here and there, and they're fine. Um well, he's saved them twice in Champions League. So, hey, you know, money well spent or, you know, Dogecoin already spent. How are they paying for him? <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Oil money. It's just like, who, who knows where it comes in from? Um, let's talk about, speaking of money, uh, a team that has none, uh, the team we both cover, Barcelona. Um, that doesn't stop online outlets, including my own, from talking about transfer stuff. Uh, <laughs> there were, <laughs> listen, you're just gonna roll with the punches here. We're gonna talk about these like these are serious transfer uh, possibilities. Uh, Sport had a report that there were a few Chelsea players Barcelona are interested in. Again, despite not having any money, uh, names such as Pulisic, Hakim Zayek, and uh, Dave Azpilicueta. Are any of those players you'd like to see suit up for Barcelona? You know, we love aging fullbacks, and Dave Azpilicueta's contract is running out. So you know. Yeah, I mean, I. You know, no, no, and no. Right. I mean, Pulisic. I. I uh, despite the whole Captain America thing, he's I uh, he's one of the more overrated uh, uh, players putting on boots right now. Um, I think you know Ziyech. I mean, he's a fun player, um, but he's a bit 
too unruly for Barcelona if they think uh, Dembélé is unruly. Right? They ain't seen nothing yet. Um, and Dave, Asli, him, right? It's like nothing the first team needs he has, right? Pace, no. Ability to, to um, recover, but when old man um, Sergi can't uh, get over, no. Um, he's not that great in attacking. I bring back Dina before I brought back Dave. You know, if I mean, you want to talk about a, a fullback in the Premier Ship, who you, you know, wouldn't mind seeing back in the um, uh, Rana. I mean, Dina's been amazing in Everson, but yeah, none of those. Chelsea three will find its way, uh, except on vacation. There, w- <laughs> there was another report, uh, super serious, that Xavi is reportedly keen on uh, Thiago. Uh, you know, he's not all, he he's not starting consistently for Liverpool. Is there a hope for Thiago you know to come back to Barcelona? Yeah, because he's not that good anymore. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> he's perfect for us. <laughs> he's, he's he's slow. He can't uh, defend. He's he's um, uh, frequently injured. He's perfect, right? Um, no, he. I mean, the only thing Thiago would do at uh, Barcelona is watch um, Gavi and Pedri play, and you know, uh, uh, play Canasta with Pooch. No, there's 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 none to that. Is Zero. is there now? Let me ask the Kevin Williams opinion. Uh, what do you want to see Barcelona do in January with their full ten million dollars they have at their dis- or ten million that they have at their disposal? Nothing. Nothing. Yes. Nothing. Yeah. Um, you know, let Xavi settle in. They have talent. Uh, if you want to spend ten million, spend ten million on human growth hormone. Start, you know, shooting players' bones right to keep fit. But I mean, just you know, they need a, a better physio more than they need transfers yeah i was gonna say can um, we sign a revamped maybe like a german medical team can we just bring those guys in just like the cryptotherapy like let's just bring it all in oh that or you know bring in some guys from the nfl when you think about uh, the injury prevention uh records uh that the even mediocre nfl teams have uh they would be horrified to see the record of the barcelona injury prevention and- injury hiding you know Hey. Yeah, you know, you, I mean, look, I mean, uh, hey, Jordy, almost taken a needle. So, you know, he's already got the NFL uh, culture in his head, right? Oh, poor Jordy. Um, okay, so <laughs> there's not there's not a ton to talk about right now because, you know, it's just this building wave of anticipation with Xavi coming into the club. Um, the next time we chat here in a couple months, what are you hoping the state of Barcelona will be? Um, I figure they will be top four in the league. They will be in Champions League knockout stages. And we will be buzzing about what a difference a new manager has made. Right? Because I think that, I mean, while Xavi and uh, Guardiola are sitting in the same boat in terms of um, uh, talent-wise, right? Uh, they are in the same boat in terms of they both took over a team that is psychologically damaged. 
uh, but that has a huge amount of talent. And so they both need to basically hone the weapon and then point that thing in the right direction. So I think that, um, I suspect that next time we talk, um, we'll be pretty excited about how things are developing. Wow. So that's my hope. So, so, so you're, you're kind of buying in a little bit. If you're honest, I think it can't be any worse, right? I mean, Kuman was, he lost dressing room. They were very clearly not playing for him. And when you think of all the matches that they could have gotten a result from that they didn't because no one knew what the hell they were doing right down to the manager. I mean, match after match, right? All those, you know, I mean, look at Celta, right? I mean, tell me if a team knows what it's doing, it leaves us us by himself on the edge of the box. I mean, he was unmarked, right? I mean, you know, the one guy uh, who can do what he did, hey, let's not mark that guy. It's all going to be fine. There's no way a team that knows what it's doing lets that happen. Never mind uh, um, uh, my man Easy um, uh, making that boneheaded run down to the other end and then uh, getting the yellow for simulation in the box, right? If he just runs that ball into the uh, corner and, and dribbles out time, right? They get a win. So, I mean, they're a badly managed team right now. So Xavi can't be any worse and will likely be much better. So who are you more excited to see back in Barcelona uh, healthy? Uh, Martin Braithwaite or Dembele? <laughs> it's got to be Braithwaite. Um, we we, we got to get Luke de Jong out of there. It's got to be Braithwaite. Um, I would say um, Pedri. Yeah. For me. Um, he is mostly because I think, I mean, I'm sort of in a one-man camp paying to sit Busquets. Right? I think that I hope I that sit you know, Pedri coming you. back. I, I, I am right there with you. Sit him. Yeah, I mean, I hope that, you know, Pedri coming back will hasten that uh, because, I mean, Nico has been balling and I think that Mondeon would also be really good in the hole. I mean, I just think that Busquets has so many limitations off the ball. I don't you know, care what he does for the Spanish, Spanish team. Uh, playing for Barcelona in that system, he's not a player you want out there when the opponent has the ball so i mean yeah i think yeah, but i mean i think that you know dembele is essential right we saw just a little bit of what he could do in that brief return that he had he he messes stuff up right he takes the ball and just messes stuff up and nobody knows what to do with them and you know in that you know chaos right good things can thrive in that chaos if you can get him, Fati, and and Depay healthy and gelled in the front line, and then you lock down that midfield to say, you know, Pedri, Gavi, and uh, Dion. I mean, that team's gonna go places. Um, last question. Uh, 
Philippe Coutinho made it pretty clear he doesn't want to leave the club. Do you have any hope left for him at Barcelona? Um, no hope at all. He is a broken player. Um, I think that, you know, maybe they can get a cannon and shoot him into the sun. I don't know. But um, he is a, a player who is dumb. He's not, he was never smart enough to play at Barcelona, right? He thinks with the ball at his feet, um, but he doesn't think very quickly, nor does he think very thoroughly. And so, you know, at the Barcelona, you have to know where the ball needs to be even before it gets to you. He barely knows where the ball is going to be even when he has it. So, yeah, no, he's he's done. I mean, he doesn't want to leave. You know, I that's a bummer because, I mean, if they... Now, I don't think that they will treat him as badly as they have been treating Big Sam. Um, I think that what they've been doing to TT is just appalling. He won't get that treatment, but he he can't stay. And I hope that Xavi makes him understand that he can't stay. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's all I got. Kevin, as always, you're a pleasure to chat with. And thanks for joining us. My pleasure. Always. Always.